Page 6. Section 8. Oh, how great the goodness of our God. Second Nephi, chapters 6 through 10. Second Nephi, chapter 9, contains a discourse by Jacob, one of Nephi's younger brothers, about the atonement of Jesus Christ, which is the central event in the plan of salvation. To understand the teachings in this chapter, it is helpful to understand the terms temporal death and spiritual death. For an explanation of these terms, see Bible Dictionary, Death, page 655. What did the Savior do to overcome temporal death and spiritual death? Scriptures, 2 Nephi, chapter 9, verses 5 through 7, 12, 21, and 22. 5. Yea, I know that ye know that in the body he shall show himself unto those at Jerusalem from whence we came, for it is expedient that it should be among them. For it behooveth the great Creator that he suffereth himself to become subject unto man in the flesh, and die for all men, that all men might become subject unto him. 6. For as death hath passed upon all men, to fulfill the merciful plan of the great Creator, there must needs be a power of resurrection. And the resurrection must needs come unto man by reason of the fall, and the fall came by reason of transgression. And because man became fallen, they were cut off from the presence of the Lord. 7. Wherefore, it must needs be an infinite atonement. Save it should be an infinite atonement, this corruption could not be put on incorruption. Wherefore, the first judgment, which came upon man, must needs have remained to an endless duration. And if so, this flesh must have laid down to rot and to crumble, and its mother earth to rise no more. 12. And this death, of which I have spoken, which is the spiritual death, shall deliver up its dead. Which spiritual death is hell? Wherefore, death and hell must deliver up their dead, and hell must deliver up its captive spirits, and the grave must deliver up its captive bodies, and the bodies and the spirits of men will be restored one to the other. And it is by the power of the resurrection of the Holy One of Israel. 21. And he cometh into the world, that he may save all men, if they will hearken unto his voice. For behold, he suffereth the pains of all men, yea, the pains of every living creature, both men, women, and children, who belong to the family of Adam. 22. And he suffereth this, that the resurrection might pass upon all men, that all might stand before him at the great and judgment day. Luke Chapter 22, verse 44. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Mosiah, chapter 3, verse 7. And lo, he shall suffer temptations and pain of body, hunger, thirst, and fatigue, even more than man can suffer, except it be unto death. For behold, blood cometh from every poor, so great shall be his anguish for the wickedness and the abominations of his people. Doctrine and Covenants, section 19, verses 16 through 19. For behold, I, God, have suffered these things for all, that they might not suffer if they would repent. 17. But if they would not repent, they must suffer even as I. 18. 
which suffering caused myself, even God, the greatest of all, to tremble because of pain, and to bleed at every pore, and to suffer both body and spirit, and would that I might not drink the bitter cup and shrink. 19. Nevertheless, glory be to the Father, and I partook and finished my preparations unto the children of men. Back to text. According to Jacob, what are some of the things we must do to be saved in the kingdom of God, or permitted to dwell in God's presence forever? Scriptures. Second Nephi, chapter 9, verses 18, 21, 23, 24, 39, 41, 50, 51, and 52. 18. But behold the righteous, the saints of the Holy One of Israel, they who have believed in the Holy One of Israel, they who have endured the crosses of the world and despised the shame of it, they shall inherit the kingdom of God, which was prepared for them from the foundation of the world, and their joy shall be full for ever. And he cometh into the world, that he may save all men, if they will hearken unto his voice. For behold, he suffereth the pains of all men, yea, the pains of every living creature, both men, women, and children, who belong to the family of Adam. 23. And he commandeth all men, that they must repent, and be baptized in his name, having perfect faith in the Holy One of Israel, or they cannot be saved in the kingdom of God. 24. And if they will not repent, and believe in his name, and be baptized in his name, and endure to the end, they must be damned, for the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, has spoken it. 39. O oh, my beloved brethren, remember the awfulness in the transgressing against that holy God, and also the awfulness of yielding to the enticings of that cunning one. Remember to be carnally minded is death, and to be spiritually minded is life eternal. 41. O oh, then, my beloved brethren, Come unto the Lord, the Holy One. Remember that his paths are righteous. Behold, the way for man is narrow, but it lieth in a straight course before him. And the keeper of the gate is the Holy One of Israel, and he employeth no servant there. And there is none other way to save it be by the gate, for he cannot be deceived, for the Lord God is his name. 50. Come, my brethren, every one that thirsteth, Come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. 51. Wherefore, do not spend money for that which is of no worth, nor your labor for that which cannot satisfy. Hearken diligently unto me, and remember the words which I have spoken. And come unto the Holy One of Israel, and feast upon that which perisheth not, neither can be corrupted and let your soul delight in fatness. 52. Behold, my beloved brethren, remember the words of your God. Pray unto him continually by day, and give thanks unto his holy name by night. Let your hearts rejoice. Back to text. What are some attitudes and actions that prevent us from receiving all the blessings of the atonement? See Second Nephi, chapter 9, verses 27 through 38. Jacob prophesied that the Nephites' descendants would perish in the flesh because of unbelief, and that the Jews in Jerusalem would crucify the Savior and be scattered because of their sins.
Scripture. Second Nephi chapter 10 verses 2 through 6. For behold, the promises which we have obtained are promises unto us according to the flesh. Wherefore, as it has been shown unto me that many of our children shall perish in the flesh because of unbelief, nevertheless God will be merciful unto many, and our children shall be restored, that they may come to that which will give them the true knowledge of their Redeemer. 3. Wherefore, as I said unto you, it must needs be expedient that Christ, for in the last night the angel spake unto me that this should be his name, should come among the Jews, among those who are the more wicked part of the world, and they shall crucify him. For thus it behooveth our God, and there is none other nation on earth that would crucify their God. 4. For should the mighty miracles be wrought among other nations, they would repent, and know that he be their God. 5. But because of priestcrafts and iniquities, they at Jerusalem will stiffen their necks against him, that he be crucified. 6. Wherefore, because of their iniquities, destructions, famines, pestilences, and bloodshed shall come upon them. And they who shall not be destroyed shall be scattered among all nations. Back to text. What will the Lord do for these people when they believe in him? and repent of their sins. Scriptures. Second Nephi, chapter 10, verses 2, 7, 8, 21, and 22. 2. For behold, the promises which we have obtained are promises unto us according to the flesh. Wherefore, as it has been shown unto me that many of our children shall perish in the flesh because of unbelief, nevertheless God will be merciful unto many, and our children shall be restored, that they may come to that which will give them the true knowledge of their Redeemer. 7. But behold, thus saith the Lord God, When the day cometh that they shall believe in me, that I am Christ, then have I covenanted with their fathers, that they shall be restored in the flesh upon the earth unto the lands of their inheritance. 8. And it shall come to pass, that they shall be gathered in from their long dispersion, from the isles of the sea, and from the four parts of the earth. And the nations of the Gentiles shall be great in the eyes of me, saith God, in carrying them forth to the lands of their inheritance. 21. But great are the promises of the Lord upon them, who are upon the isles of the sea. Wherefore, as it says isles, there must needs be more than this, for they are inhabited also by our brethren. 22. For behold, the Lord God has led away from time to time from the house of Israel, according to his will and pleasure. And now, behold, the Lord remembereth all them who have been broken off, wherefore he remembereth us also. 1 Nephi chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. 15. For can a woman forget her suckling child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee, O house of Israel. 16. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Second Nephi, chapter 9, verses 1 through 3. 1. And now, my beloved brethren, I have read these things that ye might know concerning the covenants of the Lord, that he has covenanted with all the house of Israel. 2. 
that he has spoken unto the Jews by the mouth of his holy prophets, even from the beginning down, from generation to generation, until a time comes that they shall be restored to the true church and fold of God, when they shall be gathered home to the lands of their inheritance, and shall be established in all their lands of promise. 3. Behold, my beloved brethren, I speak unto you these things, that ye may rejoice and lift up your heads for ever, because of the blessings which the Lord God shall bestow upon your children. 53. And behold how great the covenants of the Lord, and how great his condescensions unto the children of men, because of his greatness and his grace and mercy. He has promised unto us that our seed shall not utterly be destroyed according to the flesh, but that he would preserve them, and in future generations they shall become a righteous branch unto the house of Israel. Second Nephi chapter 30 verse 2 For behold, I say unto you, that as many of the Gentiles as will repent are the covenant people of the Lord, and as many of the Jews as will not repent shall be cast off. For the Lord covenanteth with none save it be with them that repent and believe in his Son, who is the Holy One of Israel. Back to text. How does this apply to us individually? Consider how individual words and phrases in the following verses enhance the meanings of Jacob's discourse. Scriptures, 2 Nephi, chapter 9, verse 10. Oh, how great the goodness of our God, who prepareth a way for our escape from the grasp of this awful monster, yea, that monster, death and hell, which I call the death of the body, and also the death of the spirit. Second Nephi, chapter 9, verse 14. Wherefore, we shall have a perfect knowledge of all our guilt, and our uncleanness, and our nakedness, and the righteous shall have a perfect knowledge of their enjoyment, and their righteousness being clothed with purity, yea, even with the robe of righteousness. Second Nephi, chapter 9, verse 18. But behold the righteous, the saints of the Holy One of Israel, they who have believed in the Holy One of Israel, they who have endured the crosses of the world and despised the shame of it, they shall inherit the kingdom of God, which was prepared for them from the foundation of the world, and their joy shall be full for ever. Second Nephi, chapter 9, verse 28. Oh, that cunning plan of the evil one! Oh, the vainness and the frailties and the foolishness of men! When they are learned... They think they are wise, and they hearken not unto the counsel of God, for they set it aside, supposing they know of themselves. Wherefore, their wisdom is foolishness, and it profiteth them not, and they shall perish. Second Nephi, chapter 9, verse 39. O oh, my beloved brethren, remember the awfulness in transgressing against that holy God, and also the awfulness of yielding to the enticings of that cunning one. Remember, to be carnally minded is death, and to be spiritually minded is life eternal. Second Nephi, chapter 9, verse 51. Wherefore, do not spend money for that which is of no worth, nor your labor for that which cannot satisfy. Hearken diligently unto me, and remember the words which I have spoken, and come unto the Holy One of Israel, and feast upon that which perisheth not, neither can be corrupted, and let your soul delight in fatness. Back to text. Suggestions for Family Discussion 
invite family members to discuss what the Savior has done for them individually and for the family. End of section 8 Oh, how great the goodness of our God!